Chapman. I wonder how many of the listeners hate our intros. <laughs> they love them. They love them. They, I mean, they love them. They say, I yeah, like I don't the confidence. Want to speak, I don't want to speak for anybody, but they love them. I like it. So um, James is now selling CIG attire. So if you need to go to his website and look at his store, you can go and do that as well. Um, I am not, I'm doing one better. Mm. It's a very limited edition. I give it away, but like this hat, which I love. Okay. Now I'm biased, but I've only made 24 of these hats. You should do like a drop for your clients. Yeah. That's kind of the thing. I'm like, Oh, I know. You know, I've had people ask me for the hats. I'm like, sorry, I don't have any. I've only made 24. It's about the time for another run, but I only do like 12 at a time. I don't want to be the person who just gives just so much crap away that just sits in somebody's drawer somewhere. Well, that's what I'm saying. You got to do a drop, make them, make them exclusive. Hey, send an email list all the way out to all of your clients and say, Hey, we're only sending this email out to our special clients. We're doing a drop for our, our so sought after CIG hats let us know if you want one and yeah. then they have, they must have to share your post or something on, on Facebook to be entered to win in the top 10. See what I'm saying? Okay. Is that what you do with your hoodies? Uh, no, but now that I've thought about it, I'm. <laughs> You're going to do it. <laughs> we'll just call Give yourself it a great idea. You know, this is what this podcast is all about, James. Yeah. Like you didn't just sling hoodies out there to everybody, right? You give them to special people like me. No. Yeah. If you close, I love with that us. hoodie, by the way. Yeah. If you close with us, you know how many iterations of hoodies I had to go through <laughs> to find a decent hoodie. That hoodie's nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So we we give them out to every client that we close with. You buy a house, you get a free hoodie. Yeah, it's not gaudy. Like a lot of times, you get something that's got. Like, if you're gonna give something away. You know, I mean, I get it if you do it like for an event, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like just throwing shirts. But if you're going to have something, my opinion is if you're going to have something nice that you're going to give somebody, right? Like, okay, I got my logo on it, but I'm not going to go crazy with it. Like at first they were talking about putting like on the back of the hat, like home auto life business. I'm like, hey, who wants to wear a hat like that? I don't, I don't even want to wear a hat like that. I want a hat that looks good that I'm actually interested in wearing anywhere. Yep. You know, something clean, something clean. That's right. You got to look good. So, yeah, but I mean, that, that's, that's part of the process there is, is going through that, that when you, when you're doing things like that for, you know, clients or whatever it might be, you know, we always want to make sure that, that we're doing, you know, top quality stuff and, making sure that the person likes what they're going to receive because we were doing uh, and we still do shirts. So just like a normal shirt says the Corbin team on the front and then it has their last name on the back, right? Because we're the Corbin team, you're part of the team. Right? I like that. Baseball team kind of 
kind of whatever. Um, and so it has your last name on the back. So both the husband and the wife get one or the, you know, the person who's buying it gets one. And then we've done a few where like the family gets them. So like the younger kids get uh, shirts as well. And so it's, it's a cool little, cool little thing that we like to do, but yeah, going, going fast forwarding uh, into the future. Um, we actually end up having like return clients that wore their Corbin team shirt to the showings to go look at houses just because nice. you know we're going we're yeah. going you know what I mean? so it was yeah, cool man cool. kind of seeing that stuff come back from like a year ago where it's like man we're, we're doing hoodies now you know and so they got they got upgraded to the hoodie now take it to the other end so uh i was at a first form event it was their summer smash event which is like their special thing they've been doing for years anyways they asked the group, they pulled out all the people who had attended every single summer smash. I think it was five so far, maybe, maybe it was six, something like that. They walked over with a box of micro Microtechs, So $300 knives with their logo on it and handed it to that group of people. Now, is it obvious? No, but imagine how many people are going to walk around with that knife and say, first form this, first form that. Yep. That that's that's the way to do it. Yep. Not yep. not a bunch of t-shirts, that kind of, you know what I mean? Like that list every product they sell on it, front and back, right? Yep. <laughs> like that's next level, dude. Something somebody cares about. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's a well, it was saying there's uh, more than one way to skin a cat. That's right. That's right. Um, I will begin into. Yeah. So I'm making a note from that conversation that you just had. Um, but yeah, so going into it, uh, I want to finish that up. We are doing a past cl- or a client event type thing. And mm-hmm. so we wanted to basically drop that in and say, we're sending out an email that you should be receiving as well, but it, it'll be going out. We're going to do a client event at like one of three locations. And then we're just going to invite all everybody out to it and just say, Hey, look, you know, come get a beer, come get some, some food and just, you know, mingle with, you know, all of our past clients is a good, you know, whatever you are a past client, but you're also a vendor. And so you would have obviously a part in, in what we're doing. But it's a it's we're gonna do one each quarter, so it'll be a, nice. a quarterly event for clients. Cool. Yeah. So vendors will have a good piece of it too, so they'll be able to come in, you know, bring, you know, do whatever they do as far as how they feel comfortable, you know, marketing themselves. But majority of the time, you know, it should be something kind of casual, fun to do. Um, and we'll and talk. See, and that'd be a great thing you could do where, as time goes on, you get good head counts you got strong vendors, then you start saying, okay, what vendors want to be part of this? Mm -hmm. Here's what's the expectation of you for your contribution, right? And man, then you can really build something awesome off that. I love that. Yeah. And so that's going to be the play for the allocating or the um, ancillary businesses to be a part of, right? Yeah. And so we already started working on this fund of like, hey, we're going to build this out and we want people to be a part of it. 
how can we make them to be a part of it and be all in one one in one place yeah and how can we build that out to where the fund is growing yeah that would be cool the 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 benefit is there for everybody yeah like one vendor you know the drinks tonight are sponsored by this vendor the the appetizers tonight are sponsored by this vendor you know that kind of thing that's right that'd be cool yeah Yeah, so that's that's I'm going to figure, I, I give it, you know, we got four quarters this year. So we're going to try the first one, the second one, the third one, fourth. And by next year, we should be in line with a solid head count of folks that come yeah. to our events. Yeah, that's cool. So, uh, but yeah, that, that's it. So you asked, what are we getting into this, this podcast for this week? And mm-hmm. something that's kind of, that that's always been a part of, my lack of communication in the past and kind of pondering on what that is. And, and, and I think we've all been through this and it's the unspoken expectations that we put on relationships um, in, in all aspects of our lives. So whether it's your spouse, your employees, your coworkers, your uh, friends, your business partners, all of these things that, that we have expectations internally that we don't voice, whether it's intentional, whether it's unintentional, there are little things that we may see as minute or large or, or whatever that we don't voice to those people. For instance, for example, right? Um, you ever been in a situation where you did something at home, right? So you you spent, you had the day off, it's Sunday or whatever, your wife's out or Danny's out and you're like, man, I'm going to clean up the house. I'm going to make sure that she's having a good day. She's going to, she's going to appreciate this. And then maybe you spill, you know, some sweet tea on the counter and you thought you cleaned it up pretty good after you already cleaned, but there was a slight streak in the, in the granite countertops. Mm. Mm. And then, so she comes home and she sees that streak. And all she does is say something about that streak. She didn't say anything about you cleaning the house. Hmm. Anything ever like that happen to you? Um, I'm sure there's probably something like that. She, if she called that out, I, I would, I'd probably tell her to go after stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, but okay. So, but th- that's an unspoken, In a loving, sweet kind of way. Right. But I get your point. I get your point. And, and it comes down to, we had this expectation that she was going to feel like we put this expectation on somebody else saying they're going to appreciate what I did. Right. And they may, but they come in with their own expectation of, of whatever it might be. And then now your wavelengths are off, right? Because there was no communication there. Yeah. And imagine, imagine if you would have been like, Hey, you know, Danny, I'm cleaning the house today. I'm so excited for you to come see the house, right? I did such a good job or whatever. And then now her expectation is like, he cleaned the house, right? So when she gets home, that's what she sees versus the streak in the counter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How, how we have that unspoken expectation and we put that upon other people without even saying anything. And then how quick can that, can that uh, change the vibe in the room? Yeah, it can. Cause especially if you have an, 
unspoken expectation and you they're not aware of it and then yeah i mean like guilty of it many times Mm -hmm. many times where well that's what i expected then it doesn't happen then i get all butt hurt about it right and then all it does is grow and fester because then after the fact i don't even communicate about it yeah because I, i go i go radio silence and then it's going what's the deal and I just add to it. That's it. That's it. Because we, we internalize. And I think, I think as males, that's a natural instinct, just internalize something because yeah. it doesn't matter what I have to say because I'm in my feelings. Yeah. And I don't want to verbalize that feeling. Now, I do think that that's different because like sometimes at the, at the office, someone may piss me off with something or maybe I just find them annoying for the day, which is... I'm sure they find me annoying for some days. We work together every day. There's days that I annoy them. There's days they annoy me. Now I may go silent on something just because I'm like, ah, they're annoying the shit out of me today, or I'm not in the mood today, but it's not so much that they didn't deliver. I just need to move on past this. I'll be good tomorrow. Yeah. You know? And then the expectation of that upon yourself and you're coming in, usually James is all chipper and like, good morning, everybody. We love each other, blah, 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 blah. You know, whatever yeah. it might be. And then that morning you don't come in because you're not feeling well or you're not on 100%. And your expectation is, well, I'm going to get past today. We'll get on it tomorrow. We'll be good. Yeah. And then they, their expectation is James is going to come in happy. I look forward to this every single day. And then you didn't. And so now the vibe just changed. Yeah, and if you don't think your vibe, especially if you're the leader of the your team or your company or whatever, if you don't think your vibe directly affects immediately your crew, you were wrong. And you're you're exactly right. There was there was something that I saw um saw on Jocko's Instagram. I'll, I'll have to I'll pull it up. Um, but it was like expectations of leadership or no strive for self-improvement is what he put in there. But it came down to, where's that? Where's that? Where's it? Enthusiasm, fairness, moral and physical courage for the most important aspects of leadership. Enthusiasm, number one. Yeah. I remember still being pretty new and on in the agency a couple of years in and uh danielle was working at the company and we got home or something or maybe it was during the i can't remember but long story short she i complained to her i was like man everybody seems such a drag nobody seems like they're having any fun in the office like it's depressing basically and she goes well let me ask you a question are you having any fun no, I'm not. I got this going on. I got this going on. I'm stressed about this, worried about this. I'm trying to fix this, you know, and then I got a team that's not even excited. Well, why do you think they're not excited? Or how do you expect them to be excited if you're not excited? Shit. That's right. Went and changed my attitude. Amazingly, I changed my attitude and got refocused and got energized. Guess what happened? Mm-hmm. A team did too. You don't say. Yep, you don't say. It was crazy. 
Unbelievable. Which falls into many of things in life where, where our perspective is, is what the things that we say, and, and this goes negative or positive, the things that we say, the things that we speak, the things that we think are the way that we see the world. That is our perspective. And if you don't change that perspective, nothing changes. But following, yeah. it falls back into that unspoken expectation upon people, upon things. And I, you know, personally, is some a note that I made, and I heard it a while back, but it's commitment to the purpose without emotionally attaching to the outcome. Because Repeat that again, commit you, your commitment to the purpose without having an emotional attachment to the outcome. Oh, because yeah, that, I like that. You, your, your daily process and you're committed to that process. And if the result or the outcome changes, are you going to, is you, are you, are you going to allow that to change where you're at? Right. Yeah. Because if you've worked all this time for this result and that result changes in some sort of fashion, is it going to change your commitment? I like that. Because if, if you can waver off of that just from the result, what are you working for? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. You know, when you start talking about this, um, this unspoken expectations, immediately when you're talking about like spouse and stuff, which is important. Um, you know, you can't, I don't think you can focus and perform at what your career is if, if, if home's a disaster, right. Or if it's not going as smooth as it could. I mean, it's, it's important. They, they both go together, right. You need to feel successful at work and successful at home. And if you're not successful at one or the other, uh, you may put on a facade in one place or the other, but it's, it affects you. So it's all connected. Um, so the point I'm making though is where my mind went is the, that what's the unspoken expectations of your client to you or you have of your client. Yep. And that could be one of the worst. Yeah. You know, how many things do I expect my client to understand and do? And they have no freaking clue about because they pay me and I'm supposed to know stuff and I'm supposed to advise them of this stuff. You know, like how many times do I do that on well, something I see is that it would be common sense, but it's common sense to me, you know? Yeah. And, and that's that we've talked about that before is, is you're coming from a place of knowledge. How can you expect them to also understand the same knowledge in the same time? They're not in the field. They're not in the practice. They're not in the daily grind of what insurance is or what real estate is or whatever the, the, the business is. They're not in it daily like you are. So you've got to pull back and become lame on, on that sense. You, you've got to see it from a point of view that you saw it when you first stepped into the business. Like it was something crazy that you could never understand. Yeah. So 
you know, going, going into it, it's, it's, it's exactly that. Make sure that you're speaking the expectations that you have on others so that there's not a difference in wavelength with you and that other person. And yeah. that's something that, that falls into your level of communication, the, the, the level of, of communication that you're at. Once you understand that you can speak your expectations and be okay with how it falls, however the shells fall, it's okay. Yeah. Right? Because somebody's going to come back and sweep it up. Yeah, I mean, because you may have an expectation that somebody wouldn't agree to once yep. you tell them about it. Yeah. So, great. Now you don't have to sit around pissed off or disappointed all the time. Right. And you know? that, that's something that took me a year to learn in business based off of an employee that I had at the time that I was like, I'm telling him what I need. I'm telling him what I need. But am I telling him exactly what I expect? Yeah. And the answer was no, but I was pussyfooting around the entire subject because I didn't want to hurt his feelings. I didn't want to make it weird when in all actuality, I expect this, you're performing here, but I'm telling you I need this. Yeah. It's, it, it's yeah, I mean, you want to upset somebody, punish them for something they have no clue about. Right. Right. You know? Right. I'm fine with, with failing or being punished. Um or something if they expect if it's if it's clearly understood yeah yeah so you know um, when i when i when i go, i remember going into basic you know we were all guys no prior experience they wanted to one of the ways they would screw with us when we first got there they did a couple of things that we weren't we had no clue about right so the very first night because all they're trying to do is just just get you rattled you know what I'm saying? They're just yeah. breaking you down. That's it. So, you know, the, the very first night, they pulled the fire alarm in the middle of the night. Start yelling. We all jump up. Get out. Get out. Right? Like it's fire alarm. So we're doing a fire drill. We get down to the, the sandy field out there. And um, they go, where's the fire extinguisher? What do you mean where's the fire extinguisher? Like, you've had us hustling all around making beds doing all this stuff right like fire extinguisher you know everybody kind of just looks around first man in the state you're responsible for the fire extinguisher it's right there beside you you got to get that when you go out the door so they punished all of us right he never knew that they never told him that they told none of us that they said get the fuck up and get going because fire alarm's going off so boom punishes so we're all frustrated about that then the next morning we finished cleaning. They go, why are all the blinds on the windows not facing the same way? We had never touched the blinds. This is our first night there. They had turned blinds opposite ways. Punished the crap. What they're teaching us is like, or I don't know. I don't think it was a lesson they were teaching at all. Other than all they were trying to do is just get us rattled and get us worked up, right? And like put us on our toes. So that was so frustrating because like, man, I'm getting punished for stuff like I had no idea about. Yeah. But it was on purpose, you know? So like, it was really frustrating. It's like, hey, if I clearly understood, I didn't deliver. 
that's fine. You're going to make me hurt, uh, you know. So not knowing, hey, we're going to go for a rock. You're not realizing how far it is. You know, it, it brings you down, that kind of stuff. So I just remember that sticking out. It drove us crazy, man. When they would do that at the beginning, just to screw with us. Yeah. So. So I'm going to ask you a question and we'll tie a bow on it. Um, we've got a hard cut off today. Would you rather be a winner or would you rather be great? And I'd rather be a winner or would I rather be great? And I'm asking you this question because of something you said earlier. Man, I, I, I don't know, man. I really like just kind of shooting from the hip here. I mean, I don't know. I mean, my gut tells me to be the winner. Like my pride tells me to be great. My, but the reality is I want to be the winner because the greatest product doesn't always win. You know, like there's somebody who there's there. The iPhone is not the best product it is the winning product. I think I'd rather be the winner. What about you? I think the winner, if, if I've got to pick between two, right? I can either be the winner or I can be great. I'd rather be great in all aspects of everything, right? Because you can be a winner in one field, but you can be great in every field. Hmm. Right. And, and, and yeah. when I say that, I mean, relationship, I mean, business, I mean, friendship, I mean, you know, being a family member, a son, a father, whatever it might be, you can be great in every single field, but you majority of the time you're a winner in one field. Right. And, yeah. and so that, that the reason I asked that question was because you did touch on that where you were like, you know, if you're going to be good at home, you got to be good. In, like it, you can't, mm -hmm. you can't be a one solo hitter and expect to be a winner in everything, right? Yeah. Um, and I also think that a winner has, you can be, you can have all the talent in the world and be gifted with all of, all of the right stuff, right? And that creates greatness, right? But a winner could just be somebody who was on a team that won and they were on the sidelines. Yeah. Right. They, they sure. just got gifted the, the tools and the right time and the right atmosphere to win. A great person is someone who is doing all of those things. And maybe they just, you know, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. Absolutely. That, that was know, my you thought. That, yeah. You, you, I mean, you say that about, um, you know, being gifted and stuff. I mean, one thing I will add to that, like be careful being gifted or talented at something can absolutely be a hindrance. Mm -hmm. And the example I'll use is, you know, like here at the office and I got people, I swear they remember everything. Mm -hmm. And it's not like I promised them something. And they just remember that. Of course I remember that, but I mean, just our client's name from forever ago or a situation. It's unreal. I'm horrible at that. I have very short term memory on stuff like, man, you give me something, you know, this, but 30 minutes later, it's gone because my mind is just flashing. It's flashing. I, I don't retain like that. 
So I've created systems to make sure I don't have to sit there um, and try to remember and remember and remember. Like, I, but my people who do, they'll neglect those systems because their memory is solid. But guess what? They get too much going on and then they let something slip through. Yeah. I don't because I don't, I don't re- rely on my strong memory. I rely on my system. Yeah. You know, did a parent teacher conference for Dylan yesterday. She's a top in her class in reading. She's the top in her class on math currently, but the teacher had a lot of feedback. Her, her comprehension skills, all this. I mean, in she's crushing it. She's crushing it. But they were talking about some of the follow through on like some of the um, tests she's taken. So like you finish a book, you take a test on it. Yeah. Well, she's failed a couple of those. And it's like, what? You're the strongest reader in the class. You chew through books. What it is is she's gotten cocky with the fact that, hey, I'm gifted at reading. So she'll glance through a book and then she goes to take the test and she's got none because she's all, you know what I'm saying? She's just not, she's not focusing in. It's now becoming an issue for her because she is so strong at reading. She, she doesn't think she's got to do the work like everybody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, it don't matter if I read this whole book because I'm the best in the class right now. My comprehension skills are better than anybody. The teachers told me, my parents have patted me on the back and tell me, awesome job. We're so proud of you. Feel like reading the book? I will. If I don't feel like reading the book, who cares? I'm ahead of everybody else. (laughs) Right? So she doesn't study. She doesn't concentrate like she should on it. So now she's hitting a wall. Other kids are actually putting in the work so you know stay stay cognizant of that yeah complacency kills that's right um well that's it man that that was that was the main thing there i just wanted to touch base on that and make sure that you know when people are hitting the expectations that you were laying on them now that we're not going to be leaving unspoken expectations out in the world, that we are appreciating those people who do a, to do hit those expectations, right? There's a lot of people in the world today that do not get the appreciation that they should. And it's important that you're throwing that appreciation out there when you can. Yep. Point blank. Well, uh, that's it, folks. If you have any questions, if you have any comments, we're going to work on getting somebody, uh, a guest on next week that is killing it in the um, social media realm of things. And they have completely taken off. They've started a coffee business. And we're going to see how we can how we can support on that. Um, again, thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to check out Origin USA and jockofuel.com and go get yourself something sweet that tastes good that feels good and feels good on the body as well so if you guys have any questions on that don't forget to go to checkout hit the code put in the code grind10 at checkout get yourself 10% off james what else you got for him that's it man you covered it all we appreciate y'all Have a great rest of the week. Crush it. Grind her out.